What's going on, guys? I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And welcome back to Piloto, the show you're listening to, but you can't be watching TV right now. Right now. Right this second. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. It's Saturday. Sure is. Just chilling. It's Saturday of the worlds. No, it's Friday in the worlds. It's. I think it's Saturday in the worlds now. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Everyone's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Handsome Bo Bansom. I mean... Everyone should have Handsome Bo Bansom on TikTok. It's the best puppy dog on TikTok, in my opinion. The best puppy dog. Well, he's a massive bastard, but I think he's funny and his owner's funny. Well, I mean, that's why you like him, isn't it? He's a piece of trash. Such a mood. He's just angry all the time. I'm like, I relate I relate to you, little Handsome Bo Bansom. Yeah, that sounds like you. What? Angry all the time. That's <laughs> 100% how I describe your personality. Well, I'm grumps all the time. Um, I'm good too. Guess what? Well, you already know. But guess what, audience? I got a new job. Woo-woo! No more unemployment for me. You did it. Well, I have to get through all the formality shit first, but... Oh, I'm sure that that's going to fall through. Yeah. Fail my medical. My references are like... You're a massive drugger. She's a fucking bitch. And all your references are fake, so... Yeah. (laughs) No, I'm excited. Hoping to get it. So, only five days of uh, nervous waiting (laughs) Yeah, they extended your interview, yeah. ruined it, and then they didn't call you back for a week. Yeah, so it was like... Tense. Yeah. It was like 10 days from between like when I found out I got an interview to when I found out I got the job, which I guess doesn't sound that bad, but like when you're feeling as anxious as I do, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad, guys. Yeah. But I'm feeling a lot better today. We had a good night last night, a little bit of a celebration. Well, I had a, had a dance class, so I went and did that, and that was really fun. And then we went and saw Void of Vision. Yeah, yeah. One of our favourite Melbourne hardcore bands. It was so cool. And they had such good guests. Yeah. So they have um, guest vocals on some of their tracks. And um, yeah, I wasn't expecting it, but yeah, Echo Vandal ended up coming out on stage and I lost my shit. You went a little bit nuts, yeah. <laughs> I was literally like... Just stomping jump- your feet and like flapping like, your arms jumping and screaming. <laughs> like a fucking schoolgirl, just like... Um, luckily, like the other two girls that we were with were pretty much in the same boat as me. So I didn't look super crazy. Yeah, it's Eka, mate. She's so fucking cool. Like, I can't handle it. And then when they hugged at the end, I was like, oh, besties. Two of my besties are besties. Well, they're not my besties, but I like them a lot. <laughs> that was a great show. They did so well. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm really glad that they're like doing well they've built up a big fan base now and they can play their own show and well they deserve it mate yeah they do they're very talented yeah they think outside the box i guess very slightly outside the box yeah (laughs) not too much yeah just enough what other news have we got fucking like nothing because i've just been so stressed this week well there's nothing else do you want to get into what we've been watching let's do it You want to start with Kate's Corner? Because otherwise we've only got really one thing on the rotation for this week. Uh, I've spent so much of this week watching Big Brother. Okay. Big Brother Australia season. Fuck, I don't even know what season it is. <laughs> is that the, that's the title? Big Brother. Fuck, I don't even know what season it is. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Uh, I was pissed off this week. It was going so well. You know, when I was talking about it last week, I was so positive. I was like, this is great. Things are going the way that I want. People are getting evicted that I want. Like, the house is great. Tim is sick. Like, Well, you, you were buying what they were selling. I was. And then this fucking week. So much drama. 
three days of like every episode is like an hour and a half, right? So it's fucking how how long's that? It's a big commitment. Four and a half hours of TV, right? Watching all this drama play out towards this eviction. Like there's so much involved in it, right? Do a challenge to see who's safe. Then they have to nominate. Then they have a nomination second chance challenge. Then they have the eviction ceremony. Like it's a whole fucking thing, right? Three days of TV. Someone gets evicted on Wednesday night. It was who I wanted to get evicted. So I was like, sweet, everything's still going great. Cancel the eviction. She literally walks down the hallway and there's like an envelope that says, like hanging from a string saying, pull me on it. And she pulls it and then all this confetti comes down and Big Brother's like, Sam, the eviction has been cancelled. Go back to the house. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And not only that, it was like a landslide vote, right? 12 of them that voted and eight out of 12 voted to evict her. Imagine that. Like, and then you go back to the house and you're like, hey, I'm back. And everyone's just been through three days of hell to get to this point. I was just so pissed. Yeah. So they could have let her live. Let her live. They could have let her leave. <laughs> they could have fucking her. Yeah, you just get executed now. Big Brother's gone far. Yeah. Popularity is everything. Dystopian Big Brother. Uh, they could have let her leave or... Lol, JK, get back in there. Another week of just drama-filled shit for free. I know. You keep forgetting they're making a TV show. I know, because she's bringing a lot of the drama because she's, like, dating Drew and, like, Tully's there, which is Drew's ex, and, like, Tim's pissed off that she's taking Drew's attention. Like, she's a very pivotal member that's causing a lot of the problems and stuff, so I get it. But at least, like make it interesting, like put her in a room or something. You know how they do that? Like they evict them, but then secretly put them in a room and then they get to do like a task or something to get back into the house. Like make it something like that. Don't just go, oh, off you go, back into the house. Like, Well, they might have thought about that, but then isn't it just her watching Drew and Tully? Yeah, and that would be fucking funny. There? That would Whereas be so if, good. if she's in there and Drew and Tully are like, oh, okay, so next week she's going. Yeah, I know what you mean. Happening. But she's still there while it's happening. Yeah. It's not just torturing this woman. Yeah. Anyway, I was not happy about that. Um, And I was already having a shitty week. And then I was like, the only thing that's like, you know, (laughs) giving me joy at the moment is watching this shitty reality show. And then it fucked me. Anyway, that's fine. What else have I watched? I I watched the first episode of that dramatized version of The Staircase. You know how we watch that crime documentary? Yeah, you said it was all right. It was okay, but it was like a little bit boring as well and like very slow. Well, yeah, the documentary was very boring and slow. Yeah, like we stopped watching it before the end because we were like, this is just fucking like dragging out. I mean, Tony Collette's in it, so I'm like, okay, sweet. Like, I love her and she's good in the show, but I don't, I'm just like not interested to keep watching it because I already know the case and I know that they haven't even solved it yet anyway. No. So it's like, why am I just going to watch this thing about a case that I already know about and that also doesn't have, like, a result, you know? It's a, is, does it have a spin? Like, do they have a idea? Like, they've picked a who's done it? I don't know. I couldn't tell from the first episode. It was spun towards... Because, you know, at the start, everyone thought that it was the husband that did it. Yeah, of course. It. So in the first And then episode, at the end, everybody thought it was an owl, so... Yeah. It's definitely spun to, you know, he's done it, but... They've done it in more of a mystery way where... Kind of. Things are pointing towards him, but... Yeah, kind of. And then the cops are kind of finding out things. And yeah, it's just a dramatised version. Like, it's, I don't know. It's, you don't need to watch both? No, I wasn't interested. Um, what else have I watched? Have I told you about anything else that I've watched? Oh, I watched that movie um, that I'm going to rewatch with you because I think you'll like it. It's just called The Babysitter. And it's one of those, like, parody slasher films. 
very much in the vein of like, oh, what's that show called? Killer Queens? I don't know if you've watched that. No, but I know what the thumbnail looks like. Killer Queens. Yeah, it's 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 definitely like that. And it even has, what's the name of that woman? I'm doing not doing well today. And I'm not helping. No. I've got nothing for you. Anyway, she does a lot of like, um, I, I think she must love parody horror films and shows because it seems like she just does all of them. And I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. The way that they like, like at the start of the film, it seems like super, like a normal film. And then the theme and the ambience just like has this really sudden shift. And the way that they do it is super, super clever. And like you, you're expecting something bad to happen, right? But even though you're expecting it, it still comes as like a bit of a shock. It's weird, but we'll definitely watch it. And there's a second movie as well. So I'd like to see the second one. So we'll have to watch the first one together. And then if you like it. Sounds good to me. What else have I watched? I've been watching that Lizzo show. Oh, Lizzo. Lizzo, watch out for the big girls. It's like a competition show to find new dancers for her, for this tour that she's doing. And yeah, it's all like plus size women. And so a lot of it is kind of like a, an inspiration kind of thing, you know, like it's supposed to inspire you. And these women like tell their stories of like their hardships and stuff. And yeah, it's 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 nice. Lizzo seems really cool, actually. I, I didn't really know a lot about her, but she seems like a really good person. Very like body positivity and like women positivity and yeah do you have any shows that you've watched that you've enjoyed uh yeah <laughs> josh's corner i know that you liked that um reservation yeah i did watch the first episode of reservation dogs it was pretty good it's just about people who live on like a native american reservation and they act like gangsters because it's like a poor place or whatever but they're children is the cast are they all actually um i think so That's and it was cool. it had some funny parts like they get shot by paintballs in one part, and but it's filmed exactly as if it's a mob hit, like drive-by happening. Oh, okay. It's like that dramatic and music and stuff, and that's funny. And there's a bit where they have sort of a funeral thing, and they're all dressed in suits and they look really cool. But they live in this like really poor neighborhood, but they all have these really nice suits. And <laughs> there's a few things about it that were quite clever. Uh, but I think I'm missing a lot of stuff watching it because yeah, we live in Australia, and I don't have like intricacies of that. So I'm sure there's things that I'm missing. Sure. So I might keep watching it, but there's other stuff. It's always difficult with those niche shows that follow particular communities that you're not really versed in. Like you feel like you're missing a lot of the jokes or the yeah. little nuances and cultural things. Even when we watch like, you know, that, that Canadian show. Well, Letterkenny. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't think I get some of this. <laughs> oh, but that's <laughs> it's easy. Like quite niche. Yeah. The other thing I've been watching, uh, I started watching Gary and his demons. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I can't believe I fucking missed this one. I saw the picture and I was like, what the hell? Like his little legs, they're so thin. It's basically about this guy who's a demon hunter. It's an animated thing, right? Yeah, it's an animated thing. And he's, but he's like the chosen one. So he's like the best demon hunter. And the first episode is he tries to retire. And then they tell him that he's basically not allowed to retire. So he's a demon hunter. He hates his job and he's like amazingly good at it. But yeah. he's like super depressed. And then like all the jokes in it are just like fucked. <laughs> Do you think I would like it? Maybe. There's some stuff about it that's really funny. Like, there'll be a thing like he's talking to his boss, he's trying to cheer her up, and he's like, you know, you've got things to live for, like uh, your collection of mugs. <laughs> and then they'll talk about something else, and he's like, yeah, you're a good person, even though you're obsessed with your fucking mugs. And it's like, she doesn't have any mugs. He's like <laughs> invented this thing about her personality, and then he gives her shit for it. That's so good. He's incredible. He's just the worst guy. It's amazing. That does sound pretty fun. So it's right up man, and the comedy's great, and like the animation style is like sort of like Clone High, just like a bit, a bit weird. How but many episodes have you watched? Like six or seven. Okay. But they're only like 11, 12 minutes each, but very funny. 
It's I'm, made for adults, right? Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. How did you find out about that? TikTok. Ah, uh, the TT. That's the way. People just putting random clips of shows on there. Thank God for TikTok. <laughs> I swear, like, sometimes I'll watch, like, an entire episode of something on TikTok. Like, or, like, half an episode of something on TikTok. Yeah, you can watch, like, entire episodes of House. And one time it tried to make me watch the entire Sonic movie. Like, someone had recorded the entire second oh, Sonic yeah. movie on their phone in the cinema. And they just posted it on TikTok in, like, 10-minute increments. Yeah, because, yeah, you can post 10-minute videos now. The other day I saw somebody, they did like a Minecraft, there's heaps of those, just like someone running a Minecraft thing and did that for like 10 seconds and then it played the entire Morbius movie in fast forward with no sound. In 10 minutes? In like four minutes. Oh, wow. It just like flew through the entire film. I was like, what's happening? That's something we haven't watched. Uh, I don't really want to. Jared Leto's Morbius. Apparently it's worse than original Suicide Squad, so. (laughs) Which is a, a, a low bar to sneak under. That is saying something. I feel like I want to see it just to see how shit it is. I feel that's its only perk of its advertising is that it will be bad. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we've kind of missed out on. We've still got to watch June as well. Yeah, just wait until it's free. On streaming or something, yeah. I'm not paying for it. Forget that. It's a movie that you already know you're not going to understand. <laughs> what I pay to be confused. I mean, I get confused very easily. Like, yeah, it's true. I got confused in the show that we're doing for this podcast. I think that's fair. Did you get confused? Not confused, but I felt like there was missing things. But we're going to talk about that later. Yeah. Can't jump into it now. Sorry. We're going to talk about... Still in Josh's corner. We're going to talk about the one thing that we watched together. Well, we should also mention that we are fucking like four eps off completing Lost. Like, that's an achievement. We're nearly there. We're so close. Then we're going to have to pick another go-to show. Well, we got to watch ER. I reckon once we Get back finish, on the ER. Yeah. Once we finish Lost, we get back on the ER train and fucking smash some of that. Because I really like that show. It's pretty good. It's really good. But we just haven't really... Yeah, whenever we have like a spare hour, 45 minutes, yeah. yeah. We're just like, okay, like let's get this Lost shit done because... So close. <laughs> Speaking of being confused. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's getting so confusing now. Like nothing... And they, they keep making mistakes as well. We're like, what... How that doesn't make sense. Like, wh- where is this timeline? Who who is this person? It's ugh, it's a mess now. It is a, an absolute mess. It is chaotic. I feel like they did okay up until recently. Like everything kind of made sense. You think this season is the this, one? Yeah, this season is just kind of going back on things, creating plot holes. Like, it, yeah, it's very confusing. Well, the whole thing—they rewrote everyone's past, and now we have to experience it, even yeah. though. They're different people that are there. Yeah, that's what's confusing me because then they come back to the island and but I'm it's, like... But it's the ones who remember everything from yeah. before. <laughs> and I'm like, who is this person? Like, have they... What reality have they experienced? You, you, and you have to think about that. And then you, you're thinking about that and then you miss something else. And then it's just double confusion. Yeah, Lost is dumb. Yeah, it's so dumb. I'm pretty excited to finish it, to be honest. <laughs> I really loved season one and two. I thought they were great. Season three, four, okay. Season, and then season five, it just kind of like went a bit insane, didn't it? But it still made sense at least. Yeah. Uh, season six is just a fucking joke at this point. Yeah. They were obviously told you have to end this. Yeah. So they're like, okay. I feel like- Put I'm- all of our ideas in one season. I also feel like I'm watching the actors being confused. Like they're saying things and they're, they're just like in their heads kind of laughing at what they're doing. Yeah. But all the acting is them being confused. Yeah. Everybody's just acting confused. But they're actually confused in real life too. <laughs> Probably why it works. Yeah. All right, should we talk about this um, movie that we watched then? Yeah, we watched The Sadness. 
Yeah. Now, this is something that you've wanted to watch for a while. Well, I, I wanted to watch it because it came out. It's only been out for a little while. Um, yeah, we watched it on Shutter, right? Wee oui, wee. Oui. Uh, Chinese. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just completely forgot. Whenever I think of, like, zombie things, I immediately go to, like, Korean or Japanese. We are trained to Busan. And- yeah, and, like, all of us are dead and stuff. Yeah. But this is a Chinese film, which was touted to be, like, one of the most fucked zombie films that's ever been made. Well, I don't even know if they'd say zombie. It's just the one of the goriest movies, apparently. But yeah, it's not even zombie. Oh, it's more like viral, like yeah, yeah. Um, I was ready to be like very, very shocked, and I was in a few parts, and I felt quite uncomfortable. But yeah, as you uh, you agree with me on this, that they probably could have pushed it further. Yeah, but could they? And have someone still buy it? Yeah, without making it. I feel like if they did push it more, it would be more for just the sake of pushing it. Exactly. But I think a lot of it was just for the sake of pushing it. Yeah. Already. So why push it further? Yeah, it would have Make just... it harder to sell. Yeah, it would have just been gratuitous. Like... Yeah. But also, it's advertised as if it does that. Yeah. Like, all the stuff I saw about it was like, it's crazy, like, so gory, couldn't finish it, and like, all this kind of shit. It was fine. <laughs> I can understand if someone goes into it and they don't watch a lot of horror or they don't watch a lot of, like, virus zombie-based. This is not the thing for that. No. You don't want to go into this cold. But if you have got, if you go into it have seeing every other film, basically, like, you know, we've every seen... Every other film ever made, you'll be fine. We've seen <laughs> most... I'd say we've seen most horror films that are, like, you the know... The big ones. The big ones, right? If you go into it with that background, you're going to be okay. But if not, then you're definitely not going to be okay. I mean, it goes, it, it, goes, it does go a little bit further than those, but yeah. in not in the same direction. Anyway, background for this film that we've just talked around for like ages. <laughs> it's basically there's a virus and when people get it, it causes them to do like the worst thing they can think of. Yeah, and it that's like basically it. fucks with your the violence part in your brain or something. I don't know. It's just whatever is the worst thing you can think of feels good to do. And then it's called the sadness because they're all crying. But there's sort of speculated whether or not the point is that they are still in there and they can feel how bad they mm. feel about it. But there's a point where one of them, she talks, like the main character talks to one of them and then he's like, it feels amazing and whoop and all that. So it's all speculative. Yeah. And then you're just following around this girl and her boyfriend in their two sort of separate situations dealing with this virus outbreak happening. Yeah, she goes off to work in the city, and um, the whole plot is just him trying to find her, basically. Yeah. His part of the film, I was just not interested in him at all. I found him very shit. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I didn't like his acting at all. He didn't really have to act that much, though. To be to be honest, though, like, once we got to the final scene, he did quite well in that. Great overactor, yeah. Yeah, but I was just not interested in his own personal journey throughout the film. Like, I was a lot more interested in her and what she was going through. But it becomes pretty clear what's going to happen to him, so it does get very boring. And then most of his thing is, like, riding a moped around. Yeah. Yeah, and he has to, like, go over a mountain because the tunnel is, like, blocked off or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, what can we really say about it without spoiling things? Like, I mean, it's all wanna... just about the gory stuff, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, I don't really want to talk about, like, the goriest parts of the film because... It'll ruin it if someone wants to watch it. Well, let's talk about it for people who have watched it. Talk about it in code. In code. <laughs> what was the most fucked part for you? Well, the eyeball part's not great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was I was genuinely quite shocked by that. But he's creepier when he's not like a zomzom, that guy. True. That's because I have actually, you know, dealt with men it's more that relatable, are like yeah. that. Yeah. When he's just like a fucking 
incel on the train, you know, that's scarier to me than some fucking bloodthirsty zombie because that's that's not real. Yeah. Yeah, I was like so creeped out in on the, the train scene, like when they're both still like human and he's just talking to her like, ugh, ugh, gross. Yeah, at least when he becomes a zomzom, it's like, oh, just kill him. Yeah, exactly. Because she's like, she still has to be pleasant to him, pleasant to him, like, yeah. When he's basically just like making unwanted advances, s- advances her, yeah. on her, she has to be polite and nice. But, you know, when he's a fucking bloodthirsty virus zombie thing, you can just <laughs> whack him over the head. Stew him in. <laughs> yeah. What did she even, I think, what, what she used at the end? At the end? Speaking in code here. <laughs> did she? Did she? Yeah, she smashed his head in, did she? Did she? Yeah. Am I forgetting something? Uh, am I? I don't remember. Oh, okay. No, she definitely did. Um, I remember. There was a whole bit about the, the scientist guy and, like, the babies in the bin. Oh, yeah, the little zombie baby was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. They're like, oh, there's infanticide, so it's going to be fucked. You know, oh, this animated zombie half of a baby face yeah. <laughs> that's doing, like, a creepy smile. He's obviously not alive. Whoa. I definitely, yeah, would not recommend this film to people who are, yeah, triggered by especially, like, sexual violence. Yeah, there was a bit of that. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That was my real, real worry, was that that was going to be a main thing. Yeah, it was definitely, like, a a focus, like a big focus. It was hinted at a lot. Yeah, but you It wasn't, like, graphic or anything. Yeah, you didn't full-on see, like, graphic scenes of that. Like, a lot of the sex that you did see was, like, consensual. I, I guess you could call it consensual, yeah. Well, yeah. Blood-soaked zombie orgy. Yeah. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was a good movie. I think the only real complaint I have with the movie is how quickly it becomes this person's immune. You know, when that became, like, the revelation that they were immune, it's just like, oh, yep, you're immune now. Like, it was very and quick. And why, why were they immune? Didn't come up, wasn't the point. Exactly. I'm like... And then the very ending was anticlimactic but in like I loved it I loved in like really the right way it. it's like yeah. the like it reminded me of the way like the mist ends mm, totally it's that kind of yeah. thing yeah I thought the ending was perfect for this kind of film that's what would happen yeah you didn't you didn't want it to be you know like sunshine and fucking rainbows after all that shit after yeah you've just been through like an hour and a half of like just watching people get tortured basically yeah yeah i thought it was a good movie probably wasn't you know it's it's not a 10 out of 10 film it's like, it's, oh not at all and it was talked up a lot yeah um i'm trying to think what i would give it actually i mean i definitely enjoyed it and it did it did genuinely shock me at times and you know it's it's nice to i feel like i always say this and it sounds so depressing i felt something while watching it yeah well you most of the time you're just numb watching a movie it's just entertainment for just deviating your focus away from something that makes you feel bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, are we fucked that this didn't, like, completely just ruin us? Like, I don't think so. It was pretty tame compared to what I thought it was going to be. Mm. We were very ready going into it. That's true. And we've seen, like, a bunch of dumb stuff. That's the thing. This, none of it is ever realistic to me. It's very cartoonish and silly. Yeah. Which is why I like it. He's like, this is excessive. Look at how many buckets of fake blood there are in this film. <laughs> oh, the blood was insane. Like, you know, when um, on the train, when that guy gets like... Yeah, it's like everywhere. In the, jug- in the yeah. jugular. <laughs> it literally like explodes out of his neck. Like it was the whole, fucking The whole hilarious. floor is just covered. Yeah. People like rolling around and slipping <laughs> in it and shit. So much blood. I wonder what the fucking budget was for... So funny. For like corn syrup or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's funny. That's why... 
we enjoy it because it's so silly. Yeah. I don't know. Like, make it, watching horror movies makes me feel good. It makes me feel better, right? And I know that's not a thing for a lot of, for a lot of people. Well, it's got that, like, catharsis of yeah. your brain's like, this is the worst thing that could happen, and then yeah. you watch a horror movie yeah. where someone puts a grenade in someone's mouth and their head explodes. Oh, <laughs> God, a, that was great, too. Because they were a zom-zom. You're like, oh, okay, life ain't so terrible. Yeah, yeah, so it, do- it gives me, like, comfort that, oh, well, this is really awful and this is never going to happen to me, so great. 10 out of 10. That's not that bad. Yeah, what should we give it out of 10? I'm feeling like seven and a 7.5. Yeah. I think it was talked was up a lot. I was 7, but 7.5 sounds okay. And it's not a bad movie, and all the effects are pretty decent. And some of the ideas were confronting, but not in a way where I was like, we've got to turn this off. Yeah. But being sold as it was as being confronting, I felt like it was back a little bit. But I do understand that based on the fact you have to sell it to someone. For sure. Yeah, any further and, you know, it becomes like a fucking dark web, like torture porn shit. You know, like, you, no one wants well, to We'll get it. accused of that, and yeah. that splits the audience. Yeah. I think that's it. Sick. Should we get into the main event? Uh, it just made me think of like the fucking creator clash. Why? I don't know. Wrestling, boxing. Is it boxing they were doing? Yeah, they were doing boxing matches. Not like MMA or something. No. No, just boxing. I would quite like to get back into boxing. We should just go then. Yeah, I was talking to Larry about it and I'm like, it was pretty fun. It was fucked though. Was, well, most of it's just running, isn't it? It's so tiring. Yeah, like doing um circuit training. Yeah, because you got to be able to fight. I enjoy punching things, like the boxing part of it. But then they're like, okay, we're going to do circuit training. And then, you know, they give you one of those sticks with a wheel on it. And they're like, all right, so just push it out from your body. And you know, you do know what I'm talking about. Yeah, because you got to do core. So yeah, when like you get punched in the gut, so you, you don't can, just yeah. go down. But it's, yeah, it's fight training. It's like, I'm going to fucking die. I actually do need to work on my core because, like, one of the dances I'm doing at the moment is so, like, core-based. You can do planks with me every day. Ugh. We can have a little competition every day, see so who can do it the longest. Definitely you, because I know you can do it for, like, a minute or more. Yeah. Well, it depends I, on how far up my arms are. I might be able to do it for 30... I used to be able to do it for 30 seconds. Actually, no, I think I used to be able to do it for longer than that, but now I could probably do it for, like, 20 seconds. Well, we'll see. Try out today and find out. Uh, so we watched... I went really off topic topic then. You sure did, but you brought it back. What you need. We watched Ragdoll. Way. We watched this because I googled... Because Lucy shows. Hale's in it and Kate loves Lucy Hale and that's <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, I do love her. She's so pretty. And now the like when I read the description, it sounded kind of interesting. Um, maybe I'll just read that quickly on the... Um-de-be. I've already got it up because I'm, like, super prepared. You're a professional. So this is the summary that I read, and I was like, oh, this sounds interesting. Detectives look to untangle the case of the ragdoll killer, who has killed six people and sewn their bodies into the shape of one grotesque body named nicknamed the ragdoll. And I, like, read that to you, and you were like, oh, yeah, sounds pretty interesting. Sounds like that patchwork movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was a good movie. I mean, it was kind of what I expected, I suppose, from that description, but also not. Are you are you okay? What do you mean? <laughs> it was what I expected, but not at all. Not not at all. No, you want like, to just... clarify it? Yeah, there was just a few <laughs> things that I found like a little bit off the wall that I wasn't really expecting. All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump into it. Yeah, we're here to talk about the show, so you you can talk about it. The music. Okay. Not the vibe. 
Not the vibe. No. Oh, no. I've just found the music very in your face and very distracting and very loud. And it did not seem suitable for the show. Suitable. Uh, suitable. Suitable. Especially. What did you... Did you notice anything about the music in particular? Yeah, I thought it was funny. You thought it was funny? Yeah. But I don't think it's supposed to be funny. What do you mean? This, uh, this is an entirely a show of contrasts. Okay. That's so am I missing something? The entire thing. This is the way I, the way I see it, is mm. that this is two opposing things at the same time. The music will be over the top, like, stinging, like, beep, beep, when you're in, like, a tense scene, and then someone will walk through a door and it'll just stop dead, and then they'll go into a murder scene where something's happened but is not happening now, and then it'll be, like, no music and then someone will tell a joke and it'll be like you like it it is all over the shop i didn't like it but i think that goes with the theme of the entire thing because it's kind of supposed to be a comedy like it yeah it's got that bones esque yeah it's got that dramedy like it's mm. got that comedy you get from a drama like this like a detective drama mm. but pushed like way further and it's hard to fall into that space because when it starts, it's so serious and you think it's going to be one thing yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like a funny show about this character guy. Yeah, he's like, I was in the mental asylum. <laughs> yeah. Like, so at what? the start, it's like a really serious court thing and then like this murderer gets away because he didn't get a warrant for some emails or whatever and then he beats him basically to death. And then it's like two years later and he's like, hey, guys. And he rides up to a crime scene on a bike that is found <laughs> at the front of his thing with a, like, no worries donuts fucking bowling shirt on. And they find this body that's sewn together from a bunch of different bodies and he's, like, cracking jokes and shit about it. Yeah, it was very strange. Yeah, so it doesn't give you – it doesn't tell you what it's going to be at the start and then you have to reacclimatize to what the show is mm. going to be because it is just that for the rest of it. So I think it sets itself up poorly. Strange, yeah. yeah, it sets itself up poorly. So you have to, like, yeah, just readjust to what the actual show is. Mm. Yeah, I feel like it definitely did give me that, like, Bones, Lucifer-type feel with the comedy. Yeah. Like, a little bit, like, like slapstick, like... Yeah, so as if one of those is... jokes. One of those is trying to do Hannibal. Oh, totally, yeah. But they, they're not quite meshing. Yeah. Another thing that bothered me, like... I'll just say overall, like, I didn't mind it. It was fine. But another thing that kind of pissed me off was the script because a lot of the the jokes that were there were just very, very strange. People were saying things that were really outlandish that I couldn't really pin down, like, what their actual personalities and, like, drives were because they were just saying, like, really random outlandish shit. Yeah, it's written like a comedy, but it's filmed like a drama. Yeah, it was very confusing. It it, It is a new thing. Like, Lucy Hale would just come out with these random lines, and I'm like, I didn't think that that was what this person would say. Yeah, she'd just go on, like, a really weird leftist rant for ages Yeah, to her boss who's, like, listening to it, even though the character that they've picked for this person, the way they carry themselves, you expect them to be like, shut the fuck up (laughs) and just do your job. But she doesn't do that. She listens to her and, like, is talking to her. It is very strange. I... Can't say that I don't like it because I thought it was actually cool to see something like this mm. where they've like just pushed the comedy part, yeah, but film it like a drama, mm. and then there's some weird stuff they do with camera angles and things like that. Part of keeps, it was good. 
yeah, he keeps going into the mental asylum and then all the balls are like yep. moving around on the table. But I really they like do that. use they they reuse the same shots a few too many times, I will say, from stuff like that, like the eight balls spinning around and like that guy's face or whatever. Like they they reuse a lot of the same shots when they could just film him again from a slightly different yeah. angle and it would be way better. I think it's supposed to take you into his mind though. Like that's kind of what he's seeing. Like he's seeing the same things over and over again and he's trying to like put them together and understand them in his like, you know, hypnotized oh, 100%, state. 100%, but it doesn't have to be the same shot. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> he's probably seen things from more than one angle if he was in a mental asylum for two years. He's probably been in the room more than once. <laughs> I guess I'm just pointing out the things I don't, I don't like because... I mean, it's not like I didn't like them. I just felt like I, I was a little bit confused and, like, taken aback. It, yeah. It hits you straight away with the tone change. The music does not help you. It does not give you hints about yeah. what's happening or the vibe or anything. It doesn't do any of that. It just is off the wall. Then the script is not clear. Very strange. About what's happening. You, because it's written like a comedy where... It's more about the jokes and then you infer things from the jokes, but it's also filmed like a drama. So you're like, are they being serious? And then you have to readjust to, oh, that was a joke. And yeah, it is very all over the shop. Even if you just watch the opening credits, that like kind of gives you that Oh, the vibe. opening credits fucking sucked. Like the opening credits, like what they were showing visually was very serious and very like, this is a crime show. But then the music was like I don't I don't know how to explain it other than it was the, like the, a, you know the music was a caricature of a song that would play over the beginning of a drama yeah a crime drama it and then it was like strange. all the shots were so poor and all the little animations and stuff were so shit and yeah it, I don't know there was something about it like it's, it's off kil- it's off kilter yeah but that's what I like about it mm. is that. It's kind of like an inside joke. Yeah. So either they fucked it up so poorly that it's become its own thing that's interesting again. So it's either done of the room or someone's been like, no, fuck this. My favourite part of drama things is the comedy. So write it like a comedy, do some half-decent camera work and film it like a drama and just see what it fucking looks like. Mm. And it... It is harder to follow, but I do enjoy watching it. I did like it. I would not be averse to continuing watching it at all. I don't think I would either. Like I, It's only six episodes as well. No, I feel like we could smash it out. Yeah, I, I found it difficult to follow because a lot of it was just conversation-based. You had to get so much information from these really short little Very conversations. Very short, yeah. I think that that's like... It, it's like... Because it's an English show, they very much go that route the dry everybody's taking digs at each other but also just being very upfront yeah and you can't tell which is which and yeah and you have to get a lot from the conversations about backstories and personalities and things like it's not just like hand fed to you no it, like all of lucy Hale's stuff is done in just a big rant mm. the main guys swap so hard that you don't really know where he's coming from and then the other cop i don't know what's going on she seems sad and he's her friend. And yeah, then is there a romantic like, thing between them or not? I can't tell. And then there's like their boss, who's just a giant asshole, but he's in it for like four seconds. I got very confused about who that even was. Because he just appeared like yeah. 80% of the way through the show. <laughs> he's just there. Also, who were they talking about when they said that someone wrote a letter about the main character? So the story essentially is that he finds that body on fire or whatever. 
and then he knows it's this guy. So he gets his emails to use in court, but he didn't have a warrant. So they know that this guy's done it, but they can't prosecute him because they didn't have a warrant to get these emails. So somebody who he works with, so another cop, wrote a letter to say, like, I, I know we know that this guy did it 100%, but he didn't follow the protocol to get this evidence, so we can't use the evidence. He wrote the letter to say... But did we see it. who that cop was? Yeah, he talks to him, like, when he gets in there. So oh, when he's walking okay, in, yeah, and he's, it's guy. the guy whose army breaks or whatever when he's beaten up the, okay, yeah, the I murderer remember guy. Was. Yeah. See, yeah, the guy with the curly hair or whatever. Little things like that that I found very Yeah, because difficult. it was very fast. It's so quick. You already didn't know the context. I think, like, the best, the best indicator is how it starts... Because it just, it's just like, he's in the car, and then the car pulls up to the thing, and then he gets out of the car, and then he's going to the, like, it just starts straight away. Mm. There's no context given to you at all for what's happening, so you just have to retain that until it has context. The other thing that was difficult was, um, we watched this on Binge. There's no fucking subtitles on Binge. Yeah, there's no subs for it yet. And as I've said multiple times on here, like, we watch pretty much everything with, with subs, just because I find it, I find it easier to follow things, and it's easier to absorb the information if you're kind of reading it at the same time. Yeah, and there's no subs, so that also made it harder for me to follow with this very quick paced plot and conversation based everything. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I agree with you. Like overall, like I, I felt like I enjoyed it, and I thought it was a little bit different to anything that we've seen in the kind of crime genre before. It would be better with subs. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't why doesn't binge have fucking They're just not available yet. I don't know. So annoying. Is there anything else in particular you want to say about it? I like how we knew what was happening with the mayor, the whole mayor thing. Because the first person they find out he's been murdered was poisoned. And then you keep seeing him using his inhaler and they keep giving excuses to see him use his inhaler. And you're like, nobody uses a preventer. Yeah. The only time you ever see an asthma inhaler in a show is someone's having an asthma attack. So this guy keeps using it. Obviously that's what's gonna kill him. Yeah. But the way they did it was still, like, more interesting than that. But what what, what was actually, like, what was in that? Uh, so what they've done is they send, they started sending the woman, the female cop has solved this case about this little boy. So whoever's trying to murder them keeps sending her a lot of flowers uh, and pretends it's, like, the family. So the office is full of flowers because they know that the mayor's going to go there and he's got hay fever, which means he's going to use his inhaler a lot. And then whatever's in the inhaler obviously is pretty flammable. <laughs> and then when he lights a cigarette, because I know he's addicted to smoking after using his inhaler, he's going to blow himself up, yeah, set right. himself on fire. So it's just something that's flammable. Yeah, I don't know what it's But then how does he not realise that he's inhaling something that's not Well, I mean, he's, obvi- he's obviously addicted to the darts, so probably can't taste it. I suppose. Yeah, it wasn't was- like It wasn't super like scientific. No. It was just like, they didn't say what it was or anything. They might in the next episode, but they did not say what it was in this episode. They're just sort of... Yeah, I kind of wanted to know the science behind it. It's very much not forensic, mm. the way that they're going about it, compared to yeah. a lot of shows like this. Yeah, because there's no forensic no, scientists. They no, don't, they don't point out the details of what's happening. I kind of thought Lucy Hale was going to be forensics, but she's not. She's, she's like an intern cop or Yeah, something. she's like a grad student doing a thing. Mm. <laughs> but it's about, like, empowerment. So if she catches a serial killer, then she has to be taken seriously and whatever group thing she's in. It really was all over the shop and she just did like info dumps. Her entire character is just info dump, info dump, mm. info dump. So it's it's very difficult to understand where she's at. Yeah, I'm sure that it'll come clearer. But No, I did like that, you know, when he takes the, in, the inhale of the cigarette and then like exhales sparks, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and just like fucking blows up. It was pretty funny. Not, not funny, but you know. 
but funny because they set him up as being an arsehole. Yeah. But yeah, this guy, the main cop guy who was in the institution and stuff, he's on the list. So he's number six on the list. Should we even talk about the list yet? We haven't talked about the list. No, they receive a list of the next people who are basically going to be murdered and made into, sewn into this new dead body thing to yeah. point at someone's house or whatever the fuck they're for. Yeah, so the mayor was the first one in episode one. And there's six episodes, so we're assuming it's going to follow like the murder of each person per episode. Yeah. The so final one will be the cop. We already know that they're not going to be able to save anybody because <laughs> there's six episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, we don't really know who the other people are yet. They just rattled off some names. Yeah, so they'll be, I don't know, bad for some reason each and then whatever. Yeah, yeah I suppose. It's going to be one of those like serial killers that thinks they're doing like the right thing because they're bad people or whatever. Yeah. All right, should we get into some ratings then? Let's go. I'm fucking pumped for some pizza, I'll tell you what. It's coming. I'm so hungry. Well, I'm glad we ordered it before we started. Me too. 16 minutes away. Way. What, are they driving here now? No, they're oh. waiting to pick it up. Okay. Um, so let's go plot first, I suppose, as yeah. always. It seems okay, but it's not very well defined overall. The Because uh, the plot is sort of, there's these detectives and they find a body that's sewn together from a bunch of different bodies, serial killer, and they're trying to catch this serial killer before the serial killer kills the, the, next the main people. character. Yeah. So that's not too bad, but it's also not super creative. I like it. We would have seen this, we've seen this kind of thing before. It's yeah. not its own thing. Yeah. But who the characters are in the plot is very muddy because of how fast and, you know, basically text-based this entire thing is, but everything is also trying to be a joke, so it's hard to pin down what the actual stories of anybody is. Mm. I never usually say this about a pilot, but I feel like it could have benefited from, like, another 15 minutes. It probably could have, yeah. I don't know if it felt like that because it was rushed or it felt like that because that's the vibe. Maybe, yeah. Chaotic vibe. Yeah, it really, it turned into a chaotic vibe, even though I don't think that's what they were going for. <laughs> what do you think of the plot? Um, from what I understood, <laughs> I, I liked it. Okay. Like, I, you mentioned Hannibal earlier, and I was trying to actually think of um, the show that it kind of jogged in my head when I was watching it, and it was Hannibal. Yeah. It's got that, that vibe in terms of, like, the crime and the, like, clues and shit like that, you know? Yeah, and the way it's filmed and yeah, there's a lot of flashbacks to mental illness stuff. and mm. So I think with subs, like, it would have been way better and I would have oh, been yeah. able to follow the plot way better. But I'm not watching it in standard definition so we can have subs or whatever the explanation to that was. No idea. I like the intrigue, you know? I like the fact that it seems like it's all related to this cop, you know, the fucking corpse was pointing to his apartment and shit. I love that kind of stuff. And he called some random guy that a schizophrenic gave him the phone number for. Oh, yeah, we forgot about that Like the whole thing about you can tell this person who to kill and they kill them, but then they'll kill you. Yeah, it's very intriguing. I think I'll go like a seven. I would give it like a six. Yeah, I was going to say six or seven. Yeah, so... Well, I was thinking six, and then when you mentioned the phone call thing, I bumped it up to a seven, because I was like, oh, yeah, that was... They added one other thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll go a seven. Uh, So, characters? Mm. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I was, like, very confused by, like, pretty much everyone. But I like them. Yeah. Yeah, same. So make it really confusing, but make the characters likeable is a very weird thing to achieve. Yeah. I'm interested to see, like, how they vibe going forward. Because, you know, there's a bit of a weird vibe with, like, Lucy Hale and the other two at the moment because she's, like, new and all this kind of shit. Yeah, but I don't really know what that is. That wasn't really well defined either because... Mm. 
Like why he make he makes a joke and she gets pissed off at him. She's like, I don't in, I don't enjoy being spoken to in that way. And he's just like, what? And then the other cop who's supposed to be, I guess, her boss. She just spouts shit at her for like forty minutes straight, mm. but she responds. Mm. Like they're having a back and forth where nobody's getting really called anything negative. It's just a, a earnest back and forth. I don't know. It was very weird. <laughs> I think I'll go a seven again. I think a seven is good. Mm. They achieved a lot. I don't know what anybody wants, but I like them. <laughs> I don't know what they achieved, but they <laughs> achieved They deserve something. it, yeah. <laughs> uh, cinematography and what it looks like. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. I feel like the point is to make it look like all those drama things. Yeah. So I think they've nailed it. But they're still doing like their own sort of stuff. Some of it's over dramatic, and I like that. Like when he makes the phone call, it's very like over dramatic mm. lighting. But again, they reuse the same shots a few too many times. <laughs> that didn't bother me to be honest. Like it, it kind it, of just it lent into that kind of you know crazy vibe, like insane vibe. But it got too gratuitous for me. Yeah, okay. Oh, it was That's a bit fair. much. They didn't even speed them up. They used the entire same mm. clips as well. Like, just cut them shorter if you want to use them again. It's fine. I really felt like, I feel like the visuals really helped me feel what he was feeling. You know, especially like when he's in the institution and the guy comes on TV and is like getting arrested. How he's like noticing all these little details in a room and getting like slightly pissed off with sounds and things that he's seeing and stuff. Like, it really gives you like an insight into how he's feeling. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to give that a nine because I really like, that was probably my favorite part of the show. But also music though, does that go under this? Because I didn't enjoy the music. I think you can add the music to the end. All right. I'll add the music to the end part. So I'm going to go nine on visuals. Yeah, I'll give it an eight. Yeah, nice. Uh, so overall then, a two because I hated the fucking music. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never watch again because I didn't like the music. Uh, I think I'll go like a seven and a half. And most of that is because of the music and because you couldn't follow it. Yeah, because I was a bit confused. Yeah. <laughs> but I think now that I've got the vibe of the show and a bit of an understanding of like, you know, yeah, I've got an understanding of the vibe and where it's going. I think I'll just get better at being able to follow it. Yeah. I would probably give it like an eight, I Whoa, think. Whoa, Josh loves this show. Well, it's doing something else. Yeah, I know. Like, it, it was very, um, it was way better than I thought. Like on IMDb, this didn't even really get good reviews. And I feel like people are probably like I mean, it came out recently. It has, it has Lucy Hale and it wasn't even on the front page of Binge. Yeah, like it doesn't seem like it's being pushed that much. So did you see what this got on IMDb? No. Did you want to have a guess? Well, you said it was not very good, so maybe a 6.2? 5.7. What? Yeah. Maybe I I can understand, though, like it's hard to grasp what they're going for. Yeah, so from 1,500 reviews. I think if you're used to like standard kind of crime shows and you watch this, you'd be like, what the fuck? But I think you have to... Be to sort of understand what they're going for as well. Mm. So you it have to understand that it's vibes. not that, but if you have a knowledge of that, it sort of works. I'll just give it like, I'll give it an eight because they're doing something different. They're really pushing the comedy. Yes, the start of it is like bad. Like it's a bad choice to flip it as hard as they did, as early as they did. Mm. Because yeah, you have to get used to it again. Mm. So you're like, oh, it's going to be this. And then it's just not that. I sometimes enjoyed how they use the music to fuel this disjointed mm. flavour of the entire thing. Uh, and, yeah, it's hard to follow when a lot of it is just info dumped on you or whatever. But it's also, like, not the point. From the way these people act, you can sort of get their vibe and then... Yeah, I just kind of hope that their vibe becomes a bit more consistent. 
it is not the most consistent, yeah. yeah. But oh, I liked it. Yeah, and I'd want to keep watching because, like, the feeling that it gives me is not a bad feeling. So I'm yeah. like, oh, we can like keep doing that, see what they do. Yeah, I'm it's... excited to see what they do with that space that they've basically invented. Mm. Definitely a solid pilot. Anything else you wanted to say about it? No, it's good. You should give it a go. Uh, Lucy Hale is not shit, which surprised me. Oh, she did pretty well. Not still, saying not she, still she's not a lot of shocked faces. But... She's not always terrible, but she does have like a stone face problem. Mm. Uh, Didn't they even make a joke about that? Yeah, she does. She has, what's that fucking uh, Twilight? Kristen Stewart. Yeah, she's got the Kristen Stewart problem. Not as mm. bad, but I know what you mean. that issue. But everything else we've seen her in, well, I don't know how you feel about PLO, but she wasn't always the best actress. She's just sort of a, she's there. Yeah. Uh, and in this, she does okay. Mm. Some, But again, it's not written in a way to let her shine. Like the thing where she gets mad at him, so she shows him the picture. And then he's like, ooh, a silhouette. You can have the rest of the day off. And then she's like, don't talk to me like that. And then she, like, fiddles with it for ages. Well, she fiddles with it for ages before she engages him. And then she fiddles with it for ages when the woman's in there as if she wants to say something. And then she just is just like, can you go? Mm. <laughs> like, I don't know what is supposed to be going on there. Because she, like, oversteps. Yeah. But she is still, like, timid. Yeah. And sometimes she just kind of stands there and does weird looks at people. And you're like, what are you thinking? Yeah, it's odd. <laughs> like, put her in a weird show, she can thrive. I wonder if she weird. moved to um, England for a while to film this. She would have had to, wouldn't she? Yeah, I suppose. Well, give it a go and let us know what you think. Absolutely do. If you can find the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, you have. You actually have to like search it on Binge because it doesn't come up on any of the, the preset things. At least not on our, our algorithm. Yeah, as long as you can get through the intro with the music and everything, because it's bad. Mm. It's it's bad. If you can get through that, that's probably the worst part of the show. <laughs> it also didn't feel like it was super long. Like it was like forty five minutes, but it didn't feel like it was a drag. No, it was good. Yeah, it was well paced. Mm. Well, yeah. If you want to contact us and talk to us about this or any other show or movie that you've seen and liked, you can contact us on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter at Pilaropod, TikTok at Pilaropod, email pilaropodcast at gmail.com. Here's stuff on all those pipes. And YouTube. Go check out our YouTube channel. We have lots of videos on there that we have a lot of fun filming, so we'd love it if you could watch those. We would. All right. Wrapped up. Good job. <laughs> Tim and Eric, good job. Excellent show, good job. Excellent show, good job. <laughs> we should watch more compilations of that. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.